0: That's knicks.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's k-n-i-x.com.
1: Well, you stumbled on over to the Movie Trivia Schmodown YouTube channel. Subscribe. Why should you? Because this is the ultimate sport for the movie fan. It is the best movie trivia players in the world competing at the top level. Plus, our morning show, SEN Live, and brand new shows coming your way. And just as always, the Patreon has become the most, the most significant thing in the trivia showdown because we want to make sure that for those people who are supporting the league that we're able to give back and that we're able to treat the Patreon like a streaming service. We want to make sure that if you are at that $10 level that you're getting the the, the big pay-per-views that we're doing, that you're getting the exclusive matches, we're going to be doing watch alongs, anything that we have that could be exclusive, you guys will get that and on the lower tiers you'll make sure that you'll get that a few days later and you'll be you'll have all the access you'll have access to competitors there's so much that you're able to do if you can't join the patreon we understand go on over and click a like sharing. That stuff is important. The growth of the Schmodown is something that we wanted to make sure that we were giving to you guys, and hence why we put so much effort into making sure that the Patreon is worth your while. So take a look. Go on over to patreon.com slash schmodown. Look and see what tier today is right for you. Go ahead, check it out. We thank you so much for your support, and we hope to see you over at patreon.com slash schmodown. Welcome back to the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It's the ultimate Schmodown tournament. It has been phenomenal, just like we thought. It has been competitive. The factions are going back and forth. And you talk about two competitors here today, the Barbarian versus Whitney, the Beauty Cybold. It's a match. Mark Ellis, how you doing?
2: I love that it is the Barbarian, somebody not necessarily known for their body grooming habits versus the beauty, somebody who's always prim, proper, dapper. It's going to be a clash of style, Christian. But both these fellows know a whole lot about movie trivia. I think the deciding factor in this could be, does Whitney have his best suit on, or does Elvis, the Barbarian's companion, have his A-game today?
1: Well, that's there's a lot. There's a really a lot of questions here because the Finstock Exchange – put a lot of chips in the Barbarian, and he has delivered throughout the season. He took the one big win um, against Klee Wiggins earlier in the season, and then he did very well, made it all the way to the semifinals in the Inner Geekdom tournament, and no one even knew that that was the strength of his. So he has been highly touted by not only the, the Finstock himself, the people in his faction, outside, you hear anyone who's talked about this guy, and they say he's the real deal, but it's not an easy match here against Whitney Seibold. I've said this many times. I've said it to Whitney Whitney to his face, and I've said it on the air. Whitney Seibold is one of the most knowledgeable competitors in this game. His biggest problem is himself when it comes to the game. He's been playing. He's been playing. He's played in title matches. He played in number one contender matches, and he still hasn't grasped the game. If he does get it, if he ever figures out how to get the actual game itself and watches the history, he'll be devastating. Has he done that in the last couple of weeks? I don't know.
2: Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily a compliment to pay to someone uh, that their worst enemy is themselves. But if you ever hear that in life, kids, it actually is something you could probably improve upon. And I have a feeling Whitney has, Christian. So when a lot of fans were looking to the bracket, I think they might have checked the Barbarian box as to who's going to move on. But you really got to think your way through this because Whitney Seibold is just one great wheel slice in round number two away from possibly running away with this thing. Barbarian has competed great. Even in matches he's lost, he's taken it down to the wire. But I think Whitney Seibel is going to be another one where we're looking at a couple five-point questions at the end of this matchup.
1: Easily could be. Easily could be. Because that's what I that's why I mentioned that with Whitney. All of his big losses, he scored like 35, 40 points. I mean, the amount of points this guy has, if you if you you look at Frankie numbers, he's so knowledgeable. You and I have known him for years. And that's why we'll see if he locks it and maybe Ken got him there now. I don't know. And that's another that's the other question between Ken and Dagnino, former stablemates together when they were both on the Lions then, um, they went from not liking each other to teaming up to not liking each other again. So we're going to see if that has anything to do because Dagnino as much of an imbecile as this guy is, he is really locked in when it comes to his players. I mean he really is. They they listen to him uh, he's excited about it. I can't turn my phone off or change my number but he calls me and he, he talks to me all day long about uh, you know what's happening and how he wants to improve upon and become a better manager, and he's already won manager of the year three times.
2: Yeah, Christian, I'm sure that when we see Gucci and get to talk to him today, he's going to be wearing something that no human would ever think about putting on together. But then you do have that competitive aspect of him. He's a ball player from way back, and he knows how to coach. As far as Ken Napsok goes, it's the eternal question, or at least the question in the last month. How locked in is Ken? How much is he working with his competitors on a day-in, day-out basis? Because say what you want about Gucci, and I agree with your imbecile comment, He is texting not only you, not only me, his competitors day in, day out because he wants them to be at the top of their game.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of story here because the Finstock Exchange, for the first time, uh, they had lost their lead on first place. It's been a battle between swag and corruption and the Finstock Exchange over the last couple of months here. And they need this win. They want this win. And it's a scrap. And if the I mean you, you talk about the, the Drews, I mean if the Drew's can pick up a win here and they need to because Jader Paramo is the only one left minus Whitney. So if Whitney doesn't get the job here today, the everything to get the job done here today, then all of everything is just on Jader's shoulders. So without any further ado, we're gonna show exactly how we got here. Here we go. Why don't you draft me? I'm
3: gonna, gonna leave a draft next year. Are you really? You got yeah, you gotta draft me.
4: The extremes needs an action hero. I'm going to go with the Barbarian. Yeah! I think mean, we got the top four guys in the league as it is. This guy might be, this guy be, might be number five. What the Barbarian does is study the game. He knows how to play it. He knows strategy.
5: Whitney Siebel just puts on a microphone and comes to play. What have I to fear? He's a barbarian, and I am a Rome that will not fall to his barbarism.
6: I can tell you this I've been on the announcer's desk for a lot of Whitney's matches, and every time he sits down, he is capable of being the star you were all told he was going to be. Whitney is one of those guys uh, I look at. He's got the talent. He's got the skills. He just had some bad luck. There's two types of down players, people who know how to play the game
3: and people who don't. What I discovered in studying with Craig is there's a whole new path to walk, to study, to become even an even
5: stronger player.
3: Oh, hello there. You know, Elvis and I, we believe a lot of things. We believe that Whitney Seibold is a great player in an oversized suit. We believe that Whitney Seibold's still that player, trying to follow in William Viviani's shoes. Most importantly, we believe that we're going to be the ones to put Whitney Seibold out of his misery together. A little trip up,
6: and suddenly all the podcasts, all the reaction channels start tearing down these performers. Frankie numbers gives you some Google sheet of the percentage first percentage match the That's all it is.
5: Chatter. He has some specialties that do not threaten me. He has some knowledge that does not threaten me. This man is uncouth. I am cooth. <laughs> so you better watch yourself, barbarian, because this is a sophisticate that you do not want to anger.
1: Mark, it's exactly what we said. You know, the Finstock Exchange has been on top of the uh, of the league and, and is battling back and forth to keep that position. And the drugs have had a, uh, a very up and down kind of weird season. And this could be a big one if Whitney can get this win.
2: Yeah, and I don't want to Tim Duncan our competitors by taking them for granted, but that was classic Whitney, that's vintage Barbarian. What I really take away from that amazing package that Nerd Chronic put together is that the Burning Drugs and the Finstock Exchange, Christian, it's almost like when these tournaments come around, the managers elevate their microphone game. So maybe we just keep doing tourneys because it's a whole lot of fun for the fans and the managers are really buying in.
1: Yeah, Ken's always been one of the best, if not the best, on uh, when it comes to microphone stuff. But I have been uh, very impressed with the way that he's managed. He hasn't gotten a lot of the Ws, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't been him. Well, Ken's just not managing very well. I think Ken has been managing extraordinarily. Either I, I he, What he's done so far with uh, Alonzo and Deep 13 and Bonnie Somerville and Jader, I, I think he's been doing great so far. It's just he hasn't gotten that big win yet. Uh, minus Jader, obviously. Is this going to be one of those wins? We'll find out. But the managers of both the Droogs, the pit boss, Ken Napsok and Count Finstock is here. So, uh, guys, look, let's start here. Ken, no love loss between the the two of you guys. You've had your history. You have been very vocal about Degno in the past. Anything about going up against him one-on-one here uh, coaching? Uh, look at Count Chocla, chocula over there I man uh, come on what do we got going on here today
6: I, I love Tom I respect Tom deeply but I, I, I this isn't about him and it's not about the barbarian I I, I like the barbarian I, I like a man In a sleeveless shirt That's why I'm friends With Mark Ellis I'm not here for that I'm here to show Everyone that All their comments All the chat shows All the reaction teams And reaction cousins Making their shows Who think I don't care Who think I'm not here For my team uh, Take all I'll take all the slings And arrows all day I keep saying that Because I want to deflect From Whitney Whitney As you've said, Chairman, you're actually right about that. He is one of the smartest competitors out there. He's definitely one of the classiest. And we just need that perfect storm of competitor question matches, JT rules, all those things. We'll get him plugged in the game. By the way, I think you're just trying to get Whitney to go watch the back catalog of the Schmodown uh, just to kind of get another fan, another viewer. That's very smart of you, very smart of you, but he doesn't need to be in the past. He just needs to be here today.
2: Hey, every (laughs) subscriber and view helps. So, Gucci, you look ridiculous as always. Uh, Nobody would be caught dead on the street wearing what you are currently sporting, but you have done a great job managing this year. You're a contender for Manager of the Year once again. But how do you talk to your competitor here today? Because a lot of fans are saying that there's a chance Barbarian might be overlooking his first-round opponent, Whitney Seibold. How do you keep him focused on this match?
4: Well, look, I mean, the guy is supremely dedicated. He doesn't take anybody lightly. Um, you know, what he did to Cleeta Pimp Wiggins, obviously, that was in a, you know his first match. He was fantastic. Came in the geeked and almost took the whole thing. Brought Chance down to a, basically a five-pointer at the end. Um, you know, this guy, is. he's going to have a tough road in this tournament, and, and he knows that. And nobody knows it more than he does. Uh, maybe maybe me. That's about it. Now Ken's got a pretty good team over there too, but he's like Mike Trout. He's like the best player on like a subpar team. So, and Whitney Siebel's a good player as well. I mean, like you said, does he know the game properly? I don't know. That could be his unfolding. But to say Barbarian, uh, he's not going to take this lightly, and he, he won't. He's gonna he's gonna win this tournament.
1: All right. Look, I, I do have to ask here, um, Ken. I mean, you guys are down in the rankings and 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 this is not necessarily uh your your fault at all it's just you inherited a team and right now uh this is a massive win here do you think that you can at least get into that top um three or four teams with a couple wins here by whitney and uh and jader going forward we just
6: need momentum we just need momentum the 1969 mets end up in the world series but it was the cubs who blew the lead the Mets just kind of worked hard. Ed Cranebull, Ron Svavota, the whole team kind of working their way back. That's what we are right now. We're the Ron Svavotas of
1: the Schmodown. We're going to get back where we need to be. All right, uh, Tom, I got one last thing for you. Anything to say to Ken?
4: Um, what is your competitor's last name, Ken?
1: <clears throat> my competitors? let My
6: players? Whitney Seibold. Yeah,
4: yeah.
6: Okay. Seibold. Okay. Yeah.
4: Just making sure.
6: Just, look, just because I'm an absentee father, just because I give my players the respect and distance they deserve, uh, to not text them all day, hey, 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 have you studied the IMDb page for Fern Gully? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> give them the chance to compete as adults.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Well, I'd expect nothing less from you two. All right. Let's uh, remove Finstock, remove Ken, and uh, Mark, we're ready to go.
2: Yeah, I give you $20. Uh, are you going to use it to see either one of them at a comedy club, or are you just going to keep the 20 bucks? Uh,
1: it's a tough one. Are they roasting each other?
2: You're keeping the $20. bucks. Oh. let us get this thing on the road.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the burning droogs, with a record of no wins, one defeat in the singles division. He is Whitney, the beauty, Seibold. Whitney Seibold, the man is here. Whitney, how are you, my friend? How are you feeling going into this first round matchup?
5: Well, I'm feeling pretty dang good. I am a uh, couth, well-dressed. I've drunk my tea, had a shot of gin, and I'm ready to take down the barbarian hordes.
2: <laughs> yeah, Whitney, you look extra proper today. Was a manicure involved in your preparation for this match, and if so, how does that help you focus during the three rounds? These are my Freddy
5: Krueger claws, just more, a lot more fabulous.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, Whitney, I have to ask before we move, we get uh, the barbarian in here. You know, last year. You started out in the uh, tournament, and you went up against The Kid, who at the time was a rookie. And and obviously, we know your history with The Kid and and Bibiani. But this is another type of rookie here in The Barbarian. Have you heard anything about him? Have you watched any tape on him? Or are you just ready to kind of uh, scrap and see what's next?
5: Uh, He's threatening, and he does have his specialties. I know that uh, he is very much a deep-cut geek type but maybe his tastes aren't so sophisticated as his name would imply. So uh, I think I know not to underestimate him, but I also know to have a plan of attack.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Whitney the Beauty Cyborg ready to scrap at the Barbarian. All right, putting you in the uh, waiting room. And his opponent, representing the Finstock Exchange, with a record of one win no defeats and one knockout this is the barbarian the music always epic and coming in with it's just and there he is
2: oh, he there. emerges from and the depth of a green curtain. wow look at that,
1: this <laughs> That music, by the way, David B., you can hear the music. You want to get that music, you can get it at the uh, the store with the links in the description because it's one of my favorites. It's so good. The Barbarian is here. The Barbarian. Now, what an absolute legacy this guy already has as a rookie. He is one of the more feared rookies that we've ever had in this league. Barbarian. So you and Elvis, you, you had you, you had a nice run in the Inner Geek so I know maybe not the run that you wanted to have, but you did very well. Um, and then you got a chance to to kick back and get singles underway. How motivated are you and Elvis to uh, win this tournament?
3: You know, they say the night is darkest just before the dawn. Losing that match to Chance Ellison was the darkest moment of my Shmoudan career. I have become even thirstier and hungrier for the blood of my competitors. And I'm looking all the way down the line, not overlooking anyone. I'm gonna sink my teeth into anyone who comes their way comes my way, and I'm gonna throw their bones to Elvis.
2: Barbarian, uh, I expect you to return my shirt washed before the weekend is out. Uh, You competed for many rooms in your house thus far. We recently saw you in your kitchen, and maybe your refrigerator had distracted Elvis just a little bit. What room are you in right now, and why is this the room that's going to bring you victory?
3: This is the room of of multi-dimensions. In this room, the screen behind me can become whatever I desire. And right now, what I desire is a victory lap.
1: Fair enough. All right. Well, the Barbarian is here. He is ready against Whitney Seibold. And now our competitors have joined the virtual battlefield. Mark, round number one, the exchange versus the Droogs. Here we go.
2: All right. Round number one, the rules are as thus. We do ask both competitors to be somewhere near planet Earth. And once we settle that we go going to round number one where there's eight questions that are going to be asked to the field of competitors. Each question is worth one point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have provided on whatever writing surface you have handy. Once we ask you by name or nickname to reveal what you wrote, please show your answer attempt to the camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Armine each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. You're not sure you heard a question right. You want to buy yourself another 15 seconds. Use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be utilized at any point throughout the three-round match. You, as a competitor, may initiate the challenge. Then we'll bring your manager in. They must confirm and ratify the decision. Christian, they look ready to go. Whitney's got his best suit on. Barbarian has a shirt on. So let's do this.
1: All right, we start with the barbarian. Are you ready,
2: Elvis? And I are always ready to rock.
1: Uh, Whitney Seibold, are you ready?
5: Ready to go. And barbarian, I just I respect that you named your pelt Elvis. I'm a big Elvis fan. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Radio, radio. Those are great songs. So,
2: is that an to insult you. to call it a pelt barbarian?
3: Yeah, he's he oh, is
1: not a he is not a pelt. And to call it Elvis Costello as opposed to the great Elvis, I see what you did there. Uh, Let's get ready to down! All right. Round number one. Question number one, gentlemen. Here it is. Action adventure. Action adventure. Arnold Schwarzenegger and what other performer reprised their roles from the original Terminator in Terminator Dark Fate?
2: Uh, Christian, uh... Dozens of fans have enjoyed my name swapping during these tournaments. Can you tell me what my name today is from?
1: Uh, I'm working on something right now. And five. Four. That's fun. Three. Two.
2: Sorry, Dad.
1: One. Pens down, please. And we start with uh, Craig.
3: Linda Hamilton.
1: Yes. Whitney Seibold.
2: Linda Hamilton.
1: That's correct. One. One point of peace as we get to the next question Mark
2: All right, nobody tell Christian because the answer is top secret uh, your next question is in the world of the 1990s 90s movies and the query who stars as Steve Kovacs who Jim Carrey's character fixates on in The Cable Guy
1: not a big fan of this movie
2: this movie threw people for a loop when it came out I really have come to appreciate it
1: gotta rewind that thing
2: I mean, Jim Carrey's one of a kind. Five, four. Like Elf.
1: Three, two, one. Pens down and Whitney.
3: Matthew Broderick.
1: Yes. Barbarian.
3: Oh, yeah. Matthew Broderick.
1: Yeah, I, I think the writers are trying to get somebody to say Ben Stiller if I was to guess. Broderick. Knowing those silly writers. Um, all right, let's now get to our next question Dramas. Which comedic actress earned an Oscar nomination for her performance in 2018's Can You Ever Forgive Me?
2: Just say hi to all the fans out here. Hope y'all are doing well, because apparently my partner Christian is working on So He's probably writing a script.
1: No, he's bringing up the... I'm not telling you what I'm doing. Five, four, three...
2: You
3: walked right into it.
1: One. Pens down, please. And Barbarian.
3: Elvis's hot take is that she should have won... Melissa McCarthy.
1: That is correct. And Whitney Seibold.
5: Uh, Richard E. Grant, too. But I said Melissa McCarthy.
1: Yep. 3-3. Three, three. It's a battle. It is a fight between the Droogs and the Exchange as we get to next question.
2: It is a scrap. And we move on into the world of crime movies. And the question. Who directed Sylvester Stallone, Ray Liotta, and Robert De Niro in 1997's Land?
1: I'll tell you I love this question and I'll tell you why I
2: love it after the answer. Okay, good. Well you finish your little pilot there, your little treatment. Yes. And um Gotta see it.
1: Read my stack five, Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we start with Whitney.
3: FW Murnau.
1: (laughs) No. And Barbarian.
3: Is a guess? I guess John Frankenheimer.
1: No, it is not.
2: James
3: Mangold.
1: And I'll tell you, that's why I love that question, because I just recently realized that again, you forget because James Mangold has come to prominence even more so these days than back then. All right, so they both missed on that one. It's still a tie game, and now we get to uh, question five. Question five. Fantasy slash sci-fi. Who plays the lead role of John Carter in 2012's John Carter? Big shout out to the writers on that last question, by the way.
2: Okay, it's fascinating window into the way Christian thinks. Well worth the wait.
1: Yes, and thank you, sir. Five. I can tell you what I'm working on. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Barbarian.
3: Remy LaBeouf himself, Taylor Kitsch.
1: <laughs> yes, and Whitney.
5: This season, Sam Worthington, Kate Taylor Kitsch.
1: True, <laughs> sure, they're both really good. In uh, well, Sam Worthington was good in Cake. All right, next
2: question. <laughs> really throwing some shade at Taylor. Taylor, if you're watching, I'm a fan. I like Taylor, but switch. Uh, Fine. All right, we move on to the world of comedies. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Elvis. Your question Dax Shepard and Michael Pena play motorcycle cops in this 2017 comedic update of what TV show? Uh,. Speaking of which, I believe Christian, I have intel, is currently working on a TV show.
1: I am. Do you five, want to give us the pitch? Four. It's about movie trivia. Three. two, one. Pens down, please. And Whitney.
5: da 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 da. Chips.
1: Yes. And barbarian. Chips. Correct. Five, 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 five. As we get into the next question, which is question seven. Horror slash thriller Army Army of Darkness
2: is the third entry in which horror franchise Uh don't mean to bring up old demons I'm just really curious who was nicknamed Chips and why
1: oh uh, well I'll have to tell you in five
2: uh...
1: three two one pens down please pens down please and we start with Barbarian Evil Dead. Yes. And Whitney?
5: The Evil Dead franchise.
1: And we have it. So 6-6, six, six. this is the final question in round number one. Mark, what is it?
2: That's right. As we all anticipate Christian's answer to my last question, we go to the world of animated movies. These are movies drawn by hand or on a computer, more likely. The question, Who's directed The Adventures of Tintin? you so both ant- enjoyed
1: Answer your question is Alex Marzonia because he bought 87,000 bags of chips when we needed food in uh, Chicago.
2: A lot of Doritos (laughs) backstage.
1: Five, four, three, still available. Two, one, pens down, please. And Whitney.
2: It was Steven
1: Spielberg. And it was. And Barbarian.
3: It was Steven Spielberg
1: seven seven what a round number one it was whitney seibold and the barbarian going toe-to-toe both answering seven questions both missing the same questions. so mark round number two
2: how's it go Yeah, I feel like we're looking in on a Zoom call where Whitney is teaching the barbarian how to blend into proper society. Uh, In round number two, it's the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and ultimately, yes That's correct. Each competitor is going to spin the wheel. Once they settle on a category, they're going to have four questions in said genre of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. Each question is worth two points. No penalty for missing a question. However, gentlemen, if I may call you such a name, stealing is available. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes from two points down to one. Christian, we are tied at the top, but I do believe it is going to be the barbarian who gets to decide whether he'd like to spin first or second. So he may consult about that very query with his manager right now.
1: All right, we're going to drop out Ken and Whitney. 60 seconds. Gooch, going now.
2: Great round, buddy.
4: Well, Thank well you, done. Uh, that was a tough one, that Coplin one. I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, That's a big, yeah, been, good
3: one. It's been 23 years since I saw it.
4: Yeah, great film. The one of Stone's best performances. Um, how you feeling about this? You want to roll first? I love rolling first. I want to put him in a – yeah, let's, uh, let's make him look up a little yeah. bit. Okay. Right. I like that idea. Let's rock it. Stay calm. All right,
1: All right here comes the wheel. So the wheel is on the board. One spin here. Uh, here it is.
2: Is uh, James Mangold a wheel slice yet? He, he about deserves one after Ford v. Ferrari, right?
1: Maybe. And we're looking at Scorsese films. 20, uh, 60 seconds, starting now.
2: How you feeling? You know,
3: I like Mr. Scorsese, but uh, there's other things on here that I like even more, so I kind of want to see if I can get a, get a knockout uh, category.
4: Okay, that's fair. I mean, anything you don't like?
2: No. Okay.
1: All right, here it is. Here's the spin, final spin here for the Barbarian. Whatever he gets here, join
2: in with the fans at home. Meryl Street, Meryl Street.
1: Wheelmark. Uh, Oscars. <laughs> Oscars movie. Okay, Oscars movie. sick. Right. We like that. All right, we're gonna move you out of here. Get you get lost. Um. And now we will bring back Whitney And then there's Barbarian Alright, Barbarian, you're going to have Four questions in the realm Of the Oscars You get 60 seconds, excuse me, not 60 15 to answer the question And are you ready? Yes Here you go Timothy Hutton was 20 years old when he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor Making him the youngest winner ever in that category What film did he win for?
3: Ordinary People
1: for two points, that is correct. All right. Scarlett Johansson was recently nominated for two acting nominations in the same year. Which actress achieved this feat previously in 2007? Five, four, 3.
3: Repeat the question.
1: First one. Scarlett Johansson was recently nominated for two acting nominations in the same year. Which actress achieved this feat previously in 2007?
3: 5. have multiple choice.
1: All right, multiple choice. Is it A. Julianne Moore? B. Kate Blanchett? C, Emma Thompson, or D, Meryl Streep.
3: And to clarify, you're saying the 2007 awards for the 2006 films. So,
1: PG. PG, yes. Five, four, three. Repeat the options once. A, Julianne Moore. B, Kate Blanchett. C. Emma Thompson D. Meryl Streep
3: Kate Blanchett It's
1: correct for one point Wow Alright Question number three What film earned Robin Williams His only Oscar win
3: That would be Good Will Hunting
1: That is correct And finally This is your fourth question. Steven Spielberg's Empire of the Sun was nominated for a total of six Oscars, but lost every one to what Best Picture winner?
3: The Last Emperor.
1: That's correct for two points. Barbarian fights really hard there and gets it 14 to 7. Great round by the Barbarian. Has to go to multiple choice, but uses the strategy very well to find himself go up by 7. All right, we're going to remove the Barbarian here, and now we bring back Ken. Ken, you get 60 seconds to talk to Whitney starting now.
6: First of all, Whitney, I just want to pay my respects to you for properly writing chips down with the, uh, the actual way it looked on the show that I grew up watching weekly. A lot of respect there. Alright, breath. Take a breath, even if you know the right answer. Multiple choice. Uh, don't be afraid to go there for strategy. Uh, and, and don't be afraid to use one of those JTs. You have all three left. Barbarian did a very good job. I think he stalled for time. He asked for the uh, emotional meaning behind the words and the question. It was, it was really weird, but he got it done. And that's what we're, we're where we exactly needed to be. We didn't expect him to be less than 14 or 15 points out of this round. So don't worry about that. I'll worry about you.
1: Fingers crossed. Thank you, sir. Here's the wheel. The wheel is going up, and the first spin by Whitney
2: they are going wild
1: there, I, was I don't think there. He's, on there. he's on there You're right
2: it's, it's, <laughs> Thank you I actually I actually studied for these
1: DiCaprio, 60 seconds Leonardo DiCaprio film
5: Pretty familiar with DiCaprio I feel like it can do better though
6: I, I think take a shot, it's a good wheel It's a good wheel, so go go for it I, I, I support that
1: all
2: right. I'd like to spin again, please.
1: All right. Here's the spin. Final spin here for Whitney. Whatever he gets here, he's got to take. And here is the spin.
2: Yeah. I thought I loved that Meryl Streep slice the most, but I just saw the Mel Brooks slice.
1: Oh, man. Spy films. Woo. Spy films. All right. Well, we're going to films. are drop in out of here, and we are going to bring back The Barbarian. This is going to be four questions, Mark, in the realm of spy films.
2: That is correct, Whitney. Your first, second, third, and fourth question, they're all worth two points. Uh, If you need multiple choice, value the question goes down to one. And your first query in the world of spy movies. Rowan Atkinson plays the title character in what spy spoof franchise? Johnny English. And he is so brilliantly funny in those movies. Two points for Whitney.
1: That is correct. All right, next question here, Mark.
2: All right, Whitney, to climb to two points closer to the Barbarian's lead. Who stars alongside Jennifer Lawrence as CIA operative Nate Nash in the film Red Sparrow? May I please have a multiple choice? Certainly. Is it A, Joel Edgerton, B, Jeremy Irons, C, Sebastian Stan, or D, Jeremy Renner? sebastian stan that is incorrect so barbarian i'm going to give you the question and the options once again who stars alongside jennifer lawrence as cia operative nate nash in the film red sparrow is it a joel edgerton b jeremy irons c sebastian stan or d jeremy renner is it joel edgerton is that your final answer yes and it is correct for a point. That's a big, big steal. Barbarian gets the 15 points.
1: 15 and 9. Whitney needs some more points here on the board if he wants to be able to hang going into round number three. Here it is. The oh, next question. I
2: have Good news for all those Cybold fans. His penultimate question is worth two points. And that query in the world of spy movies is who played Napoleon Solo, a professional thief turned CIA agent in 2015's The Man from UNCLE? Henry Cavill. Two points. Go to Whitney. That is correct.
1: That is correct. So we see ourselves 15-11. If Whitney hits this next question, it's 15-13 or 15-12. If not, we see ourselves a four-point deficit going into the next round. Here it is.
2: All right, Whitney, your final question in the world of spy movies. And the last question of round number two. Mads Mickelson plays Le Chiffre in Casino Royale. But who played that character in the 1967 comedy version? Oh Peter Laurie. That is incorrect. So for two points and a giant steal, Barbarian, Mads Mikkelsen plays Le Chiffre in Casino Royale. But who played that character in the 1967 comedy version? Was it Peter Sellers? It was not looking for Ripple Wine spokesperson, Orson Wells. Orson,
1: Orson Welles. So with that, with that, Whitney Seibold sees himself down. Four points going into the third round. And we now bring back the managers, but we get into the third round mark. How does it go?
2: In round number three, this is the round that will determine the match, gentlemen, unless we go to sudden death overtime. The winner advances to the next round of the tournament. Before we get there, we need some numbers from each of you. We need three numbers from each competitor. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. You may not use the same numbers as your opponent. These numbers correspond to an individual category of movie, trivia, schmodown, goodness. Your first point, your first question, is going to be worth two points. Your second question is worth three points. Your last one, should we get that far, is worth five big points. Christian, because Whitney Seibold enjoys a four-point deficit... The barbarian is going to be giving us his three numbers first.
1: I don't know if he enjoys that, but all right, let's uh, let's start the barbarian. What do you got?
3: So I'll go with fifteen for my current score. Yes. And then I'm drawing strength from Red Sonia, and her birthday is this month, August twenty second. So I will go eight and two.
1: Awesome. Eight and two. Shout out and much love. Uh, next three numbers here from Whitney? One. Yes. Two. Two has been chosen. He chose eight and two. So you have... All right. One, three, and... Five. One, three, and
3: five.
1: All right. So Barbarian has chosen 15, eight, and two. And Whitney has chosen one, three, and five. All right. So... Because Barbarian will be going second. Bobby, you got 60 seconds here to talk to uh, Barbarian starting now.
4: Let's take it home, Papa. You know what to do. Yes, sir. We need to get you out of Nerd Chronics real quick.
3: <laughs> so, exactly. Thank you.
1: All right. And uh, Ken Napsock, 60 seconds starting now.
3: We're, the, we,
6: we're, you know, a tough Le Chief question. Put that out of your brain. You got three G- JTs left, we've got everything. Uh, we need right now. Let's not pay attention to Tom, who looks like.
5: All right. I. You know what? I yep. I got the question right. It was just the uh, 1950s TV James Bond movie where go. Peter Lauri played Le Chiffre. I mixed him up a little bit. That's I'm still right. confident.
6: That's fair. We got it. We got it. We got it. Get to it.
1: All right. So after that, we will now drop out the managers here. The competitors are ready. Whitney Seibel will be going first to try to avoid the TKO. Whitney, you chose category number one. Category number one. Um, And that would be new releases. New releases. Okay. New releases is anything from the last 12 to 18 months. all right here it is
5: it's not a lot this year is it
1: not really here we go okay what 2019 horror film starts stars james mcavoy jessica chastain bill hader and bill skarsgård
2: it chapter two
1: that's correct for two points
2: that's a big, big answer, Christian, because now he can get this three-pointer and avoid the TK, as opposed to if he missed it, he would have had to have hit that big five-pointer.
1: That's right. Well, now his three-pointer comes in the realm of action-adventure. Action-adventure for Whitney. And here is the three-pointer. Which actor plays the character of Murdoch in 2010's The A-Team?
5: you repeat the question please
1: first one which actor plays the character of murdoch in 2010s the 18 five four
5: liam neeson
1: incorrect looking for Shalto copley Toronto Copeland is the answer. All right, so where we are here, Whitney Seibel needs to hit the five. If he hits the five, it bounces back to the Barbarian. A Barbarian's got to answer some questions to win. However, if he misses this question, then the Barbarian and the Finstock Exchange will pick up four big points on a TKO. Whitney chose category five. That would be the category of rom-coms. Rom-coms for your five-pointer. Here it is. In what 1960s film will you find Shirley MacLaine's character, Fran, as an elevator operator at an office building?
5: That movie is Billy Wilder's The Apartment.
1: That is correct. So Whitney Seibold stays in it, and he finds himself now with a three-point lead, avoids the TKO, and now 18-15, Barbarian has to answer some questions here, Mark.
2: He does, and that's the key word there, Christian, some questions. He can get the two-pointer, then build upon that and win with the three-pointer potentially, but if he misses that two-pointer, he's going to have to answer a five-pointer if he wants to win in regulation. So Barbarian slash Elvis, want to give you your due attention as well. You selected category 15 for your two-point question, and that corresponds to a category that, ironically, I believe you spun away from in round two, Scorsese movies. And your question, in the world of Marty Scorsese, for two points, who received a Best Supporting Actor nomination for his role in The Departed? That would be Mark Wahlberg. That would be correct. And Christian, The Barbarian is within one of tying Whitney Seibold's lead.
1: So now if the Barbarian hits his three-pointer, it's over, and he advances to the next round to find out who wins between William Bibiani and James White. However, if he misses, he will have to be forced to hit his five in order to win the game.
2: All right, so Barbarian, you selected, appropriately so, number eight for your second question. That's your three-pointer, and that could win you the game. It corresponds to another director's wild, wacky world, and that would be Quentin Tarantino of the films and the trivia questions therein of Quentin Tarantino and your question for three points and the win Barbarian Elvis name two Tarantino films in which Tim Roth has appeared
3: that would be Reservoir Dogs and the Hateful Eight
1: and your winner, and to the next round, the Barbarian. The Barbarian does it and defeats a very game here, Whitney Seibold. Phenomenal, Whitney. Going to put you in the waiting room, but hell of a match there, Whitney. Whitney fighting back and forcing the Barbarian answer questions, but bringing in Gucci here. Look, Gucci is a massive, massive win here. Uh, I know you might have wanted those four, but like I said, Whitney Seibel is just one of those competitors, not going to go easily into the night. So how do you feel, though, about picking up those three points? And, you know, it's a battle between you, swag and corruption. It has been over the last couple of months. So this is much needed, I assume.
4: Oh, absolutely. Not even a question about it. Uh, Barbarian played a fantastic game. Whitney was there to play as well. Uh, Some unfortunate uh, missteps by him. Um, Good game. Him and Ken coached him well. I thought he played really, really well. But story is here, as it always is, the Barbarian. Look at him here. He's coming off uh, about six to eight weeks of training of IG to jump right back into regular uh, movie trivia and put up a performance like this. I don't think a lot of people can do it. Uh, this, you know, he's, He knows that it's going to be a really tough road to the championship here. But I think he's ready and we need to play better. And he knows that.
2: Yeah Barbarian just want to get a a window into the competitors mindset because as your manager so aptly brought up you'd been pretty neck deep in inner geekdom knowledge so just Mm -hmm. how refreshing was it for you to compete here and just hear questions from all sorts of movies the the greatest movies ever made and every other movies available for questioning in singles.
3: You know, it's uh, it's interesting. They're two very different and two very uh, difficult games in their own rights. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, this movie, this this. Uh this division could have questions about any movie ever so a movie that i hadn't seen in 23 years like copland that i hadn't studied could come up whereas in the uh inner geekdom there are only 214 films so you know it's 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 just about knowing the minutia of those but uh elvis and i uh you know we've we've had our hearts and our uh minds dedicated to winning this tournament and winning this season for the finstock exchange
1: Well, you know, in order to do that, obviously, it's a great match here today. You looked uh, as good as always. But in order to do that, you got to play here the winner of Bibiani and James White. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, you got James White, who's a highly touted rookie, won his play-in match to get to Bibiani, and Bibiani being a former champion. How do you feel, and do you have a preference on who you would play out of those two?
3: Um, As the great Ric Flair says, if you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And William the Beast Bibiani is one of the greatest players ever to play this game. So Elvis and I would love to have our our legacy uh, enshrined upon defeating not just one, but both halves of critically acclaimed on the way to our first tournament uh, championship.
1: Well, you certainly have an option to do that if Bibiani can get the job done here against James White. Um, any other words here, uh, Gooch? Because like I said, the the... It, you had lost control of first you know and, and the battle has been back and forth and it, this this season is is anything but over but this has to feel good going into uh the next round
4: it it is and this is the one we needed here to to come out the gate in a tournament uh with a victory here is uh something that we 100% needed you know corruption and uh you know swagger they they're playing really really well and like I said, it's time for the big dogs to come out and shine, and that's what we're trying to do here. Um, we have a lot to live up to, and uh, you know, there's not one person other than an- anybody outside of the Finstock Exchange who wants the Finstock Exchange to win, and we know that. Uh, but pressure, uh, you know, pressure bust pipes. The pressure also makes diamonds. So.
1: Uh, word of wisdom from Count Finstock Alright, thank you guys so much Congratulations to the Barbarian Congratulations to Bobby Gucci And the Finstock Exchange as they advance to The next round Alright, bringing in now from the Drews, The manager, Ken Napsock And Whitney Seibold, who I think played a phenomenal game here Ken, it was, you know, just sometimes you get those questions You simply don't know It wasn't the gameplay today at all As it was more so just, you know, it luck of the draw How are you feeling about your competitor here On uh, in this match? I'm very proud to have
6: Whitney Seibold on this team. Uh, Either you know 2010's, you know, A-Team remake or or reboot, or you don't. Uh, You know, it's one of those things. Uh, you, you know, he, he knew uh, the important questions uh, to give him cred, to keep the cred we all know he has as a, as a film critic and pundit and creator. Uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of him. And the gameplay, like you said, did everything needed. It just that's the way it goes. And no, no disrespect uh, to the Barbarian. We love the Barbarian. That guy's got a great heart. I respect any man who could publicly stroke his own fur. I just love uh, what he's got going over there. Gucci. You know, he looks like a, 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 like he's going to a goth rave in Victorville, but what are you going to do? Uh, I respect what he does, too, as well. Um, but as far as your question about Whitney, I, I couldn't be more proud of, of, of not only just what he did today, but be, being associated with here him here in the Schmodown.
2: Yeah, Whitney, you certainly have the admiration of not only your manager, but fans around the world. My question is simple. You're playing against the guy, the Barbarian. Lord knows when the last time he showered, and when he did, it was probably in some sort of Woodland Creek and you are all dressed up, your premier proper. Any thought to maybe changing how you approach the schmodown and by proxy changing your look? Maybe we'll see you next season with barely a sleeveless T-shirt and long hair adorning your shoulders. <laughs> long hair, the man's lost his
5: senses. No, I think I'm going to remain clean. Uh, what I really need to work on is remembering details about films that I hate, uh, you asked me about the 2010 A-Team film, and that wasn't a film I liked very much. Uh, as such, I kind of put it out of my head, and, well, maybe that was my mistake. Uh, also, perhaps I should have stuck with Leonardo DiCaprio. I know his film, filmography okay, but spy films are a little bit of a weakness of mine, and I'm proud to do it as well as I did in that category.
1: Well, let me ask you this, though, Whitney, because, you know, the, the season for you, I, I don't assume, I mean, I haven't spoken to Ken about this yet, but there is one more opportunity here for, I think, both you and Alonzo with this team's tournament. So I guess this is a double question for both uh Whitney and Ken. The first with you, Whitney, if you do get the nod here from Ken Nebsock with yourself and Whitney to um to represent the the Droogs in the tournament, is it going to be the same type of prep with Alonzo or will there be something different going into it?
5: Well, I do happen to have in my possession the 1982 Genus edition of Trivial Pursuit that has a lot of very pertinent film information. You'd be surprised at how much you can be reminded of when you're playing that game. We can play that. We can prepare. We can remind each other just what we know.
1: Fair enough. Ken, uh, same thing. So was the now, obviously, with Jader being the, the last left in the Jukes for the singles tournament and then the team's tournament kind of being around the corner here um, is, you know, is a decision already made? Does deep 13 get the call or you got to, you know, do some, uh, some thinking before you make your call?
6: I I don't need to make any, uh, I don't need to have any deliberations or anything in my mind, Christian. Uh, Deep 13, I'd be happy to have them represent this team. Uh, We'll play that trivial pursuit game. I'm sure there'll be a lot of questions about Kramer
1: versus Kramer and we'll be
6: ready to go for anything that you throw at us in the team's tournament.
1: Well, there you go. Hot scoop there, Mark. Uh, Deep 13 going to be representing the Droogs in the team's tournament when that happens. All right. Well, guys, thank you. Listen, both Ken and Whitney, hell of a match here today from both of you guys. And we will see you on the next one. All right. So Ken and Whitney Seibold. Obviously, Whitney having a, a it's the same type of thing. He just has that match real really good. match. you can tell how much the guy knows. It's just a certain that he just is those little stumbles. But that five pointer, he knew it like no problem and I'm telling you I think next season is the, it, may, it could be the teams but I think next season we're going to see a big run from Whitney Seibold.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to throw some names at you Christian how about Isaiah Thomas how about Michael Jordan those are two other athletes like Whitney Seibold who kept giving it their best their all and it just kept coming up short against the current reigning defenders of championships in the NBA and I think Whitney Seibold has to feel like he's in a similar position it's just you're, you keep throwing your best game and you know you can compete with the best in the business but you just haven't quite gotten over the hump when he does i don't know that he's going to relinquish that new standing on top of the mountain anytime soon because this guy whenever he suits up christian and i do mean suit up he's out for blood
1: well it is the barbarian that strikes first blood here and moving on to the next round Stock exchange picking up a big three points and we now are going to have so many new matches right around the corner. Listen to what we have coming up for you guys. Mark Yodi Riley, the Finstock Exchange, does it again as they're going to have to fight off the dungeon and video Drew. That happens tomorrow. Will the two-time champion get upset like he did last year in the first round? Find out tomorrow. Join the $10 Patreon today at patreon.com slash
2: Mark. Christian's talking about the Patreon. Hello to all of our patrons out there. And if you've not yet checked out the movie Trivia Showdown Patreon, go ahead, select which tier is right for you. The one Christian was referring to where you get all the pay-per-view matches that you can handle in any given calendar year, just $10 a month. Well worth the cash because look at all this handsome that you get with each and every match.
1: Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far, and I think uh, the the amount of the – $10 patrons that we have just received over the last month or two who have really benefited from all of these uh, matches that we've been doing, all the big pay-per-view matches, so thank you for everybody who's joined, and if you can't join, you can get the events on the ShmodownLive.com It's just that, that live element There's something about the SchmoDown Live that's just a little bit crazier than the rest of it. Nonetheless, great match here today. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you to Whitney Seibel Thank you to The Barbarian, and thank you
0: Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's knix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.